Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. I'm your host, William Morales. And on today's show, I have Corwin J. Millett, a broker owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group. He's a trailblazing leader in the real estate community at large. He also runs a program on a local radio station, which we'll touch on later, in Charleston every Saturday, which is now transitioned into a podcast. Corwin, thank you so much for being on Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. How are you? Well, I'm incredible. How about you today? I am good, sir. I am good. You know, Corwin, I always ask every uh, entrepreneur that I have on, and pretty much it's always the same question. Did you know early on that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, was this something that you grew into? Or by the age of five, you knew you were going to be the next Warren Buffett of Exit Realty? <laughs> <laughs> well, William, great question, man. So um, so I, I definitely knew early. Um, and I'll tell you why. So my great grandfather, you know, my, my why, my story, uh, my great grandfather was a carpenter. Um, so I, as a kid, that's who raised me. I was raised by my great grandparents. My mother was, was in, was at the home as well, but we, we lived with our great, with my great grandparents. Um, so he was a carpenter and I watched him get up and go work, you know, frame houses, build houses, do repairs and all that stuff. And I love following him. I, I just followed, him. I went everywhere with him. Um, and in turn, you know, I spent, you know, I tell people, you look at me now, you know, it didn't look like I was on a roof, um, you know, putting on shingles and putting roofs on. It doesn't look like I was scuttling and crawling up on the houses and doing repairs to the floors and putting floor joists and things in. Um, but I, I took that entrepreneurial spirit from him. Um, you know, he, he did that. He, you know, worked some other things like, you know, different parts of the year when the, when the, the heat was too bad outside, so to speak, he worked other things. And I just, you know, again, followed him. So that's where I got the entrepreneurial spirit from. And every place that I went, it was always, okay, what could we do, do better? You know, when, okay, I want to do more and I want to do more because I want to create and earn more. So to say it plainly, yeah, entrepreneurial spirit has been there since I was a little tight. <laughs> so once you knew that you wanted to be an entrepreneur, let's say once you got into your teen years, early 20s, did you get any pushback from your friends saying, oh, no, you should do nine to five as a steady paycheck? Uh, don't take the risk. You know, a lot of people don't make it. Um, did you get any pushback when you were younger or uh, so it was pretty I, much? Yeah, go ahead. I, well, I can't say that I did um, because anyone who's like that, I keep them around me. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I don't do well. With yeah, that. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look, don't tell me what, what can't, um, let's focus on what we can. And then in turn, we'll figure out what, what we must along the way. Um, so the short answer to that question is, um, no, I mean, obviously, you know, most people looking at traditional, you know, nine to five is me. I was always looking for, okay, what could I do? What could I do to, you know, create a business, create, you know, revenue streams that flow back to me. Um, that was something I always focused on. Even to this day, I'm always, I'm very, you know, I, I look at a situation, I'm like, okay, you can do this. Somebody could do this and they can make this happen. Um, and so it's kind of a constant um, for me um, as well. Okay. You know, and, and, and today's subject is about financial literacy. You know, when I read your bio, I was like, wow, this is a perfect uh, topic to talk about because I'm going to tell you, when I was growing up, um, I'm, you know, just reached 60. When I was in my mid forties, it's, I hate to say that's when I learned about it, uh, okay. you know, because yeah, in school, you know, they don't teach this stuff. So after the, the, the market crash in 2008, I was forced to read books, watch the news, just learn all about it. So we're going to touch base on how on your journey. But uh, I wanted to talk about when did you start uh, Exit Realty Low Country Group? What year was that? And how was that when you first knew you were going to own your own 
uh, let's say a, a company or be a franchisee? So I'm gonna take you back probably a little bit before that. Um, so I, you know, I've been in the business now in real estate industry now 18 years. I'm okay. May is 18 years, and so we now we're gonna try to push to 19. And um, so I, you know, my my early years, I I you know worked with the company. Um, subsequently, I went and ran a company for um, an organization, um, and I was the broker there. And I, I, to be frank about it, you know, I, I enjoyed what we were doing, and really had no no idea or even a plan. I, my intention was to, okay, well, look, there is no cap, there's no ceiling, let's go. And I just wanted to really grow that company out, um, you know, where where I was. But unfortunately, the internal politics um, that that come when you're not the person in control, but the person that's responsible just didn't work for me. Um, you know, I, you know, I wanted to have at least a degree of control um, to kind of guide and, and drive that. So that led me to opening my own firm independently. Um, now, what got me to where I am is the realization um, and the acceptance that, you know, franchises bring systems and processes to bear that, you know, most people you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate. I say this often, um, you know, William, look, I ain't got to build, you know, every piece of the car, you know, Ford, GM, you know, they don't make GM and Ford tires. At least I haven't seen any right, I mean, right, right. Continental Michelins. Um, you know, they use, you know, other Yokohama, they use other brands of tires. The components that they, that they use in their cars are not all made by them, but they're assembly the, the selection and all those things that they use and what is what makes them those particular manufacturers. And in turn, you know, I'm like, I'm a huge advocate of not having to reinvent the wheel. If there's a system and process that we can, you know, does, you know, me and a development partner of mine, we have this, um, you know, we refer to it as R&D um, that um, we can, you know, quote unquote, rip off and disseminate. Then if we can take a system or process and duplicate it and, and move forward, let's go ahead and do that. And that's what a, what Exit Realty, you know, brought to me was a system that I really loved. It worked. It fit what we were doing, and it gave us an enhancement in our business to allow us to grow forward. Um, so that's what got me to to where we are right now. No, that's amazing. Again, you it and and I agree so hard, wholeheartedly about not reinventing the wheel because, as they said, success leaves clues. So yep. you could definitely, you know, if you model someone that you that you admire or that you you want to hopefully be as good or if not better, you know, mm -hmm. the, the the models out there. It's just mm -hmm. it's just a a matter of searching and picking that model that fits into your goals and your uh, processes. So, um, so how did you learn about financial literacy? What was your aha moment? What was it that said, you know what? I need to learn this. I need to eventually get the word out. But how did you learn about your uh, your financial literacy uh, uh, journey? So I probably put it like two or three different places. So, um, you know, it, and, and some of that, you know, the two or three different places is really confirmation for the first time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the organization, the, the company that I ran was affiliated with a, you know, a company that focused on financial literacy and, and, and um, financial literacy, I'm sorry, and debt consolidation services, so around credit and all that stuff. So that put me into that arena. And in turn, as we were working, uh, as I was working um, in the capacity I was as the broker um, in charge of that company, I was in these workshops, in these classes, you know, with the consumer and essentially just was watching it. And 
learning as I was going along. Um, then obviously, you know, to be very frank about it, you start to look at and replay everything that you've done and been through yourself. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know what? If I'd have known this then, then maybe I would have done differently then. So I would be somewhere different than where I am now. And, you know, that's kind of all, you know, just really just confirmation repeatedly of the simple, simple principles and simple practices um, that, that degree, be, be, you know, completely, you know, transparent that allow us the opportunity to, to have increase, to grow, you know, wealth and, and all those things that obviously most people aspire to. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, you know, love that journey of yours. Again, it's all about just uh, realizing, you know, you learn from your, as I say, you learn from your past mistakes. You try to make, you make sure you don't do it a second. What's that saying, uh, Corwin? Um, fool me once, shame <laughs> on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Shame so, on me. And, yeah. And, and yeah, and it mm -hmm. goes like that in, in the financial world as well. Mm -hmm. um, were there mistakes early on in your life that drove you to learn more about finance? You know, I know we just went through it, but was mm -hmm. there any, you know, maybe uh, too much credit card debt or maybe not saving enough? You know, as they say, you're supposed to save 10% of your earnings for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, what, what was that journey like for you? So, so, you know, prime example, I think you touched on this as well. You know, I, I got into real estate you know, back in 2004, and, you know, the business was, you know, kind of running away, the market, and home oh, prices, yeah. all those kind of things. Um, and then, you know, abruptly, I say abruptly, but, you know, we kind of hit this imaginary, you know, wall, and, you know, we kind of got tripped up, market kind of fumbled and things. And at that point, you know, in 2009, I bought um, my second, you know, my second home. So I was I rented the first home out, um, bought it, you know, had a new home built or what have you. And that was something I was working towards. And I tell people all the time that, you know, I really didn't understand what was really truly going on overall. Um, what I did know, what I do, and I still believe this, that, you know, home ownership is a great tool for building wealth. And we always should be moving forward. It's always a good time to buy if you're able and all those things. What I didn't, what I didn't factor though, was that during that time period, what I, I you know, I had a tenant um, that, you know, one, the second tenant that moved in was sporadic on paying rent. Um, then other challenges with the market deals falling apart, you know, difficulties there and not having enough leverage at that point in time to really see it through. So I ended up having to sell, to liquidate the home and, and had to sell it for less than, than less than what was owed on it. Um, you know, kind of to get that debt off and um, get from under the quote unquote that burden, um, you know, of, of that home and not have to lose it, to be very frank about it, have to lose it, you know, to to foreclosure. I mean, everybody was kind of going through things during that time period. I'm like, okay, let me try to figure out how to work this out, get through this. And in turn, you know, we always look, okay, well, look, market kind of shifted. So now let's do things differently. Let's make sure that we don't accumulate a lot of, you know, credit card debt. Let's make sure that the mortgage debt is is under you know is reasonable and under quote unquote control um and those kind of things that's you know one of the things you know even in the current times you know i'm looking you know and and, and have a substantial you know equity position you know but i'm also looking and saying okay well look if i sell and put this money into the next home i'm gonna have to leverage higher and to me it just doesn't make sense so making smarter decisions is what it's about it's about looking at the situation not getting caught up 
in what everybody else is doing and in turn making sure that you're looking at what is going to be best for you, not just for today, but also for tomorrow. If you don't have to, you know, sell this or you don't have to borrow this or what have you, then don't take on the debt unnecessarily if there's no true benefit to you. Does that make sense? No, no, it definitely does. I, you know, it's funny that you say that, uh, Corwin. Talking with Corwin uh, J. Millett, and um, I think over the last few years, you know, I made some uh, financial mistakes, even as I got older, and it's usually, unfortunately, it involves some people. But mm-hmm. now, you know, when I make a decision, uh, if I'm going to spend money, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a day. Uh, because it's for me, I have to think this over from A to Z and find out this is the right investment. Sometimes the choice is right there, right? No, mm-hmm. this ain't for me. You know, like I get offers on LinkedIn. Hey, do you want to come in on this commercial deal and all that? My niche is single family and I like creative financing. That's mm-hmm. that's where I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, as you learn, right, you, you learn from your past mistakes. You realize that you could do better financially. How did you make that journey into teaching others? What was it that you saw from maybe around your community that said, you know, Cohen said, you know what, I want to help these uh, other people as well. So, you know, so it's, it's really beyond, you know, what it was as much as what, what we've been called to do. I'm a very firm believer um, that, you know, we all have a life of service. So we should be in service to others, um, you know, for the greater good. And in turn, that was, you know, what that was for me. It was, okay, wait a minute. You know, I picked this up. Let me help someone else. And in turn, try to help someone else and try to help as many people as I, as I possibly can. You know, the, the conversations, the you know, dialogues, the workshops, all those things that we bring to bear, you know, even the message that we have, you know, not only within our, our company and within our office, but the message that we put out. Um, also through, you know, our, our show and all that stuff is always related to bettering people and helping them to improve their financial situation and create and build wealth for their family. So I, I believe that we all have that service to help one another. And if you know a particular thing, then as a community, let's help one another. Let's share that knowledge and information with someone else, because wealth is not just financial. It's also in knowledge. Right. No, I'm, oh my God. Yeah. That's, I love that quote. It's, it's in knowledge. Mm-hmm. I, and I think too, uh, Cohen, that again, uh, jumping on your message, it is about helping other people. Cause at the end of the day, you know, listen, I, when I help someone, whether if I give them something or, or I, I recommend something, I, you do feel good. If you don't, then I, then I don't know what to tell you because you do feel good. You feel there's something inside. I went, wow, you know, I helped somebody out. That, that was a good cause that I, you know, I helped, you know, that I was mm-hmm. able to add on. Um, so for someone that's young, right, let's, let's talk about between 18 to 25. Okay. What would you recommend that uh, they start their journey to becoming more um, smarter with their money? Like, what would you recommend? Is that, if my question made any sense at all? <laughs> it did, it makes perfect sense. First things, first thing I would probably put out there is the education. You know, people take, you know, we're, we're in a society now where so many people take information from others without investigating themselves yeah. um, or determining for themselves. So, you know, we take a snippet of information, a snippet of whatever headline or whatever it is, and then that becomes the entire story verse or, or story is built around that, whichever way you look at it, but either way it becomes the entire story without the depth of knowledge. So 
you know, someone that's 18 to 25, hey, look, this is what you should be doing. You should be attending, go attend, you know, most nonprofits offer some type of, you know, and nobody likes to be word, but, you know, if you don't like to be word budgeting, then use, you, you, I like EMP, expense management plan. So I like that. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's put an EMP in place. You know, we, look, we got to acronym everything up. Right. Right. But, you know, attend, you know, a workshop or something, a nonprofit is putting on, on credit, on budgeting, you know, all those things just, and utilize that information and apply it. You know, don't, don't just go sit and get the information and, and don't focus on trying to tell everybody about it until you have understanding of it. So go get the information, apply it, find your success, then tell your story. That right, those four things right there will help everyone around you to do better and to do more because ultimately success breeds success. If your circle is doing what you're doing or if you help those in your circle to do what you're doing, then you all will be doing what the circle is doing, meaning everyone will be elevating and going to the next level. But simple is, is that. Once you get those, those basic and fundamentals, now it's time to go quote unquote advanced. So now that's when we want to talk about investing. We don't want to talk about investing until we get the basics. And then from there, what is the next thing that we need to do? If you're making substantial income, I mean, you know, for your listeners that, you know, out of, you know, coming out of college or, um, you know, your, your income is $50,000, $60,000 or more, you know, you're in, a, in an area where cost of living is not extremely, you know, high, then get you, get you. And, and forgive how I say that every now and again, the country will come out. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, find, you know, a, a financial planner to talk to early to set you up going forward. You want to make sure you're talking about what your dreams, your goals, your ambitions are and get those things in place so you can devise a plan today that's going to help you see fruition tomorrow. And you know what? I, again, Corwin, just writing on your, uh, on that last statement, I think too, you know, now it's easier to get the education. Now, sure, you know, you, you could go to, uh, to YouTube and all that, but still, like you said, there are people out there that are, to me, repackaging information from other people and then selling it. Mm. I, think, I think I love that. Go to nonprofit centers, uh, read books, listen mm -hmm. to your show. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, listen to mine too, <laughs> you know, but the, the education is out there. You don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on real estate education, on investing education, because there's a lot of these guys out there that are selling outrageous programs. And I, mm -hmm. and I think, um, like you said, there are, there are ways to learn uh, about whether it's real estate or just investing uh, by just keeping your, you know, uh, your eyes open and listening with your ears and just, there's tons of books out there. I am, and then the nonprofit, which is something that I wouldn't even think about doing myself, but I love that. Um, for you, what's next for Exit Realty Low Country Group? What are you looking to do in the next three to six months? So two things, you know, we're, we're, we're looking to ramp up our agent count. You know, we have, you know, such a tremendous, you know, it's a, it's a work. We said we have a, such a tremendous work and opportunity here. We're looking to increase our agents, um, our agent count, and in turn increase our numbers um, all the way around. And then subsequently, you know, open additional locations. Um, we have a strong base, um, a strong base that actually, you know, to be very frank about it, overwhelms us with work. Um, so, you know, we need more hands on deck. So that is where we are. We're, we're in growth mode now. You know, I, I tell people over the last few years, we focused on strategically on, on kind of trimming the fat, 
um, you know, and, and now it is time to, to, to reinvest and grow. Um, so, you know, that's what, what businesses tend to do. Even you as individuals, you kind of scale up, you kind of, you know, get to a level, you kind of come back, you kind of whittle off the things you don't need. You know, it's like pruning, um, you know, it's, it's pruning the vine. So you prune the vine and then you come back and then you, you grow again. So even though you may have had a season of growth now, when it, the, the season has gotten to a place where the growth is not flourishing, then let's trim it up a little bit. So then when the season comes back around, we're ready to produce greater and more fruit. No, I love that. Um, so talk more about your podcast. Like, how did you switch from, uh, I guess it was a radio show that you had and now you, you, you uh, it's a podcast now. So talk more about that. So we, so again, we've been really focused in, in our community. You know, I've been over a long period of time focused on education and financial literacy. Um, you know, my, I got a start in radio a number of um, years ago, Lynette Green, um, shout out to Lynette, um, you know, who got me started, you know, just being a guest on a financial literacy show that she had, um, you know, at the time um, and the, a community show um, called Live Talk with Lynette. Um, eventually, subsequently, um, her and I um, worked together. I co-hosted um, a show with her called Money Matters, and we really focus on just double down, you know, on financial literacy, budgeting, you know, credit, those particular things, incorporate a little bit of real estate into that. Subsequently, the, you know, the, the, the final, if you will, transition for us was, um, you know, she relocated out of the market. Um, and I in turn took that sh that slot time slot over mm -hmm. on our local on a local radio station, and in turn, um, Exit Strategies Radio Show was born. And our, our mission is very simple: that is to empower our community through financial literacy and real estate education. That is our mission, and in turn, that's what we set out set out to do. Um, and uh, several months ago, um, you know, it was you know, I was like, you know what? Let's take it to scale the level. So we took the existing show and made it into a podcast so we can expand our reach outside of um, the market, outside of the listeners that just get us live, if you will, on when we air. Now we have the ability to let people listen over and over or share the message and the content because that's something that's very important as well. We tell people, look, sometimes what we're talking about on that show is for you, just like here on Peer to Peer. So there's sometimes when what this information is relevant and applicable to you and your life and where you are right now. But it's also sometimes when your coworker, um, the person that sits in the seat next to you at whatever event or wherever you guys are, family member, whoever, this information is relevant to them and you need to be able to share it. And if it's a live recording, you missed it. So let's let's put it in a, in a framework where you can share the episode, you can share the message um, without having to try to recite it um, or otherwise, you know, regurgitate it because at the end of the day, we know that, um, you know, sometimes the explanation or the interpretation, let's put it that way, um, the way one person receives something and another person receives it is going to be completely different. No, that's true. Uh, and when does it air? Do you have a, a like a normal time slot or is it uh, weekly, daily? Yes, sir. So we publish um, uh, weekly. So we air live. Um, on 106.3 FM, that's WJNI um, in the Charleston market. We air Saturday mornings at 10.30 a.m. Um, at 11 a.m. on Monday mornings, we publish that show to our website, to our podcast website, ExitStrategiesRadioShow.com. So you can get us on your favorite um, podcast app. We're on Anchor, 
Uh, we're on Google, we're on Apple Play, um, and a host of other um, hosting platforms. So guys, if you listen to podcasts anywhere, look for Exit Strategies Radio Show, and you'll find us there. You also can find us on social media, um, on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel as well. So our video uh, for the show um, hosts and posts there, um, as well as, again, on our um, YouTube and Instagram accounts, um, excuse me, as well as so, social media, Facebook and Twitter. So check us out there. You know, we're, we're, we're intent. We're intent on bringing, you know, a positive spin on the information and educating our public um, to their benefit. We're about legacy building. That is our hashtag that we use because um, we work with those um, that listen to us to help them build and create a legacy or create and build a legacy within their family that will last for generations. Yeah, I'll definitely put all that on the show notes. And first of all, Corwin, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to Peter uh, Peter Real Estate. And before I let you go, just a couple more things. What yes, keeps sir. you motivated? Uh, I, I mean, I could tell, I already know, but for some of my <laughs> listeners that might not know, you know, what keeps you motivated? There is a work to be done. Um, so that keeps me motivated. I, I, um, if anybody follows me on social media personally, on Facebook, Corwin J. Millett, um, there is a Corwin Millett that is the second that is my son, but I'm Corwin J. Millett. Um, but if you follow me on social media, you know, I, I speak a lot about faith and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, on there. And I'm, I'm a firm, again, my belief of, about helping others. So when I get up in the morning, you know, William, one of the things that, you know, that drives me is understanding that there is a need that someone has out there that I can help and that I can serve. Um, so that motivates me, you know, there's some days when, you know, you don't want to do it. Um, but you know, when, when that kicks in, no matter what day it is, we still go out and do it. We still go in and put out, go out and put in the work, um, because we know there is a, a need that we are, we've been given the talent. And that is a new thing for me, um, that I've been focused on talking about the talents, but, um, that is a thing that a talent that I've been given can serve. And that's what we want to go out and serve. No, that's, uh, again, that's a great message. Uh, any books you would like to recommend? Because you know, Corey, you do have one in you. Uh, if you haven't wrote one already, you do have one in you that I think in the next two to three, I was going to say two to three weeks, you should write one. But I'll give you two to three years, even less than that. Because you do have one in you. So um, any books you would like to recommend? That's interesting you say that. Because um, that's the confirmation for me, William. So I have several. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Simon Sonic fan. Um, you know, start with why, because you need to understand anything you're going to going to do. You need to understand why you want to do it. You know, everybody want to start with the how and the what and, and all this other stuff, but start with start with why. That's a huge one for me. Um, I am also big on, excuse me, leveraging and creating wealth. Um, becoming your own banker um, is. Oh, I heard of that book. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's one I've listened to twice here um, recently. Um, and I think I'm going to listen the third time. I'm you know, I don't get to get to read as, as much as I as I used to. Um, and then there's also um, Bootstrapped Millionaire. Bootstrapped I heard of that Millionaire. one too, yes. I, Tim, I, I haven't Tim, gotten that one, but I, I've heard uh, of it, yes. By Tim Mercer. So Tim Mercer is actually, um, quote unquote, I tell people my homeboy, but I, you know, I went, we went to school, I graduated, went to oh, high wow, school. Okay. Um, but he wrote a book, Bootstrapped Millionaire. Great read, easy to follow. Um, and very good and useful and pertinent information. So um, those are three, and I could probably start rattling off more, but those are three books I definitely would tell you um, to read. One, to help you understand how to leverage money. Because once you understand how to leverage money, um, 
financial literacy is a different animal. Right. Um, and the other ones are basically mindset things, you know, anything you decide to do, what you need to start with, and subsequently you will face challenges. So Bootstrap Millionaire is really about, you know, overcoming those challenges to be successful. You know, you may, you know, there's there's a saying, and I and I'm, I resonate with this that average millionaire goes broke three times. Oh wow! And yeah, and and in turn, you know, the reason why they become millionaires even after they go broke is because they know the path back. So if you ever get to a place in the road and have to go start over, you at least know how to get back there, and you realize that whatever it is past that, you made the wrong decision. So this time we'll make a different decision and we'll get further than what we did previously. And as long as you can find your way back, people are always afraid to lose, William. Nobody yeah. nobody wants to accept loss, but with loss, without loss, there is no gain. You yeah, have to have a contrast. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'll Again, I'll put those books on the show notes. And if somebody wanted, and people wanna get in contact with you, what's the best way? Oh, wow. Ton of ways. So one, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> ton of ways to get in contact with me. So guys, look, I always get my phone number out freely, but I'll get my office number out because that message transcribes a lot better. But 843-225-3759, 843-225-3759. Uh, you can find me on social media, Corwin J. Millette, C-O-R-W-Y-N, um, J, and then last name Millette, M-E-L-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. Twitter handle is um, C. Millette, YouTube channel um, as well. Um, and guys, definitely you can get us at ExitStrategiesRadioShow.com. Um, hit our contact page and um, myself or a member of my team will follow back up with you ASAP. Yeah, now again, I'll dare to put that on the show. Well, first of all, Corwin, thank you so much for being on Peter Peter Real Estate Show. I really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you for your listeners. Guys, look, y'all take this and y'all apply it. Whatever it is, whatever it is for you, use it and you'll do very, very well. William, thank you so much for having me on the show today. No, my pleasure. Thank you, Corwin. Well, everyone, that was Corwin Millette, and you can find him at Corwin at CorwinMillette.com. Corwin, thank you so much for being on Peter P. Real Estate Show. Really appreciate it. You can find me at PeterPRealEstate.com. That's Peter, number two, PeterPRealEstate.com. Check out our past shows and check out our blog. Also, when you get a chance, please go to Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Leave a review. Tell us how we can make this show better. And before I go, guys, just a couple more things. Do not give up on your dreams. Fight for it. Guard it. Protect it. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And I really believe if you keep the momentum going, good things will happen. On behalf of Peter Peter Real Estate Show, I'm William Morales. Until next time, thanks, everybody. Have a great day, and please stay safe. Bye.